Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Adams, mindset coach, entrepreneur, and manifestation enthusiast. I am obsessed with supporting you in living the life of your dreams. Each week, I'll be providing you with a quick bite of mind food so you can live the life that you were put on this planet to live. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful. I'm so happy you decided to click play on today's episode. We're going to be having a fun conversation about how to overcome your ego, which we all have an ego and we all have our egos flaring up from time to time. And we definitely have our ego trying to get our attention every single day, multiple times a day. So it's super important to know and to be able to discern when it's your ego or when it's your higher self, when it's love, when it's God, when it's the universe trying to speak to you. So I'm really excited to dive in. So I'm curious, and this is something obviously I'll have no way of knowing because you are listening to me, you know, maybe you're driving, you're cooking, you're on a walk, you're on a run. However, you're consuming this episode. I want to ask you, are you familiar with your ego? Do you have intimacy with your ego? Do you even know when your ego is speaking to you? Okay. So the thing with our ego is it's not a super logical thing because the voice of our ego can be really loud and it will feel like the truth because it's the voice in our head. It's our inner dialogue. And so it takes somebody just like you, somebody who is very conscious about their growth, somebody who wants to live the best life they can, somebody who wants to feel happy and joyful and have positive experiences in their life. It takes someone to really check in and really decide, okay, is this my ego or is this the actual truth? So I'm really excited to dive in. And the thing that you want to know about your ego, the thing that's most important is that your ego, it is primed. It is designed for survival. Your ego's primary function is survival. Okay. And your ego also wants to keep you safe. Because your ego wants you to be quote unquote comfortable. Your ego wants you to stay in the same place. Your ego wants to keep you out of danger. And a lot of the time your ego will calculate you doing something new, you trying something new, you declaring that you want to start a business or that you want to do something crazy, do something different than what you've done. Your ego likes to flare up and try to convince you that it's dangerous when it's not. And so when we're not consciously checking in with ourselves, our ego's voice will start to get louder and louder. And unfortunately, there are times, and there have probably been many times in your life as there have been in mine, where I have accepted my ego's voice as the truth when really it was my ego having a temper tantrum. I just didn't know that. I believed it was what was real and what was the truth, but actually it wasn't. So Keeping in mind that your ego really wants to keep you safe, your ego really wants to keep you in the same place, it is going to have something to say every time you're about to up-level or you're about to do something new, okay? So let me give you an example. So your ego will chime in. Let's say you're like, I want to start a business. I want to make an impact. I want to help people. 
I want to be a coach. I want to be a leader. I want to show women how I overcame this and help them overcome blank themselves. Your ego is going to chime in when you say that, right? So Firstly, the thing I want you to know is that the fact that you have that desire in the first place, it means it's from your higher self. It means it's from the divine. It's from God, the universe, your angels. The fact that you had that desire in the first place means that it was given to you. So the ego likes to chime in because the ego is like, hey, that wasn't my idea. So your ego is going to say things like, who do you think you are? Yeah, right. What are people going to think? Like you, you helping people like, okay, girl, like I saw you last week and you think you can help people make a difference in their life. Like you think you can help people with this when you, you, you haven't even worked that out fully in your life. Like, oh, you think you can help people live a better life when you still have anxiety? Like, who do you think you are? Imposter syndrome, right? That imposter syndrome comes from our ego. And so remembering that your ego wants to keep you safe, of course, it's going to feed you lies telling you that you can't do something or that it wouldn't work or that you would fail because it's like, okay, if I can convince her that it won't work out, then she won't take that leap. She won't take that risk. She won't up level. She won't do that thing. And we can stay comfortable where we've been. Right. But your higher self would come in and go, uh, you're meant to own a business. Like you're meant to make a difference. You're meant to empower other people. You're meant to share your voice with the world. You're meant to make a difference. That's your higher self. And so we want to learn how to discern, right? Another example can come up. Let's say that you are making a decision that you are ready to call in your soulmate and you are like, this is going to be the year where I'm going to attract the love of my life. I'm going to be in the relationship of my dreams. It's happening. And so with this belief, you go, okay, I'm going to get on dating apps. I'm going to open up some avenues in which I can meet people and dating apps sound really good for that. So I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to set up a profile. I'm going to get on a couple apps. I'm going to, you know, get myself really excited and ready. Like this feels good. And so that's you doing something that is out of your comfort zone, most likely. So your ego is going to say things. Your ego is going to be like, uh, that's not a good idea. Psh, there's only going to be creeps on there. Oh yeah. You were on there two years ago. Like, what if you see the same people on there? Oh, the dating pool's so small. That's so pathetic. I can't believe you're on there. Like you can't meet someone in person. So you're going to do dating apps. Like, no. So your ego is trying, your ego wants you to stay safe, which to your ego, it may think you're safest when you're single and you're home on a Friday night, but that's not what you ultimately want. That's not what your higher self wants. So your higher self, when you tune into that voice, your higher self is going to be like, amazing. Dating apps are great. You're opening up different doors and different avenues in which you can meet somebody. There's limitless opportunities to meet somebody. So Dating apps are one way. It's you communicating to the universe and you showing your commitment. That's the aligned action you're going to take. Amazing. And the universe, God, we're going to de deliver your soulmate to you at the perfect time under the perfect circumstances. And I'm so happy that you're opening yourself up to be on apps and meet new people. Think of how different those voices sound. And unfortunately, 
the ego screams and our higher self is like a whisper. And so it's about how do we tune in to our higher self? How do we tune into the ultimate truth so that our desires and the life we're meant to live isn't drowned out by our ego? So I'm going to support you with that right here, right now. So the first thing that you want to do to overcome your ego is firstly, you want to discern what is the voice of your ego and what is the voice of your higher self? What is the voice of God, your spirit guides, angels, the universe, whichever higher power you subscribe to, whichever higher power feels really good for you. So the thing that I want you to know is that when it's your ego, it's not going to feel good. So your ego thinks in terms of right, wrong, good, bad, uh, happy, sad, like success, failure, it thinks in extremes. So when you're hearing these voices in your head, telling you, you're going to fail, telling you, you're not good enough, telling you, you wouldn't do it right. Telling you you're not qualified. That is likely going to feel like crap. So anything that feels like crap has a heavy energy, right? It feels really heavy to think, oh, I wouldn't be successful. Oh, this is pathetic. Oh, I shouldn't be doing this. It's a heavy, sad, limiting energy, right? But when it's your higher self, when it's the truth, it's going to feel a lot lighter. It's going to feel like, hey, of course, so many people meet their partner on dating apps, of course oh my gosh, of course I could create a successful business. Like women create businesses all the time. If I open up my Instagram, I'm going to see successful business owners celebrating things online. If they can do it, so can I. So even just thinking about those things, thinking about the possibilities, imagining it working out for you, it will naturally feel lighter in your body. So that's the very first thing that you want to do whenever you want to overcome your ego, overcome the conversations, overcome your inner critic, you want to discern if the voice you're hearing is actually the truth or not. And anything that feels heavy, anything that feels like crap, anything that feels constrictive is your ego. Okay. So really tune in and ask what, whose voice is this, right? That's something I tell my clients to do whenever clients come to me and they're sharing about maybe a fear they have, or they're I can just tell when they're sharing it that I'm like, oh, this didn't come from them. So sometimes it's not even our ego's voice, but we're hearing our mom's voice from when we were seven and that time where we got in trouble because we did this new thing. And then now here we are 30 and we want to try this thing, but we're so scared of failing. And all we hear is our mother's voice, or maybe it's that kid in the second grade who made fun of you, or maybe it's the voice of your ex or another parent in your life, right? So you can even ask yourself, whose voice is this right now? Whose voice am I hearing? And that alone will free you because it's like, oh, that's not mine. It's not, you know, that was their projection that they said this to me when I was six. That was their projection that they said this to me when we were breaking up. But I don't have to take that on as my truth. That doesn't feel good. And so if it doesn't feel good, I don't have to believe it. And I'm choosing to believe something else. So step one, discern. Ego is going to feel heavy and constrictive. So discern, discern, discern. Now, remind yourself that you are always going to be okay, no matter what you do, because remember 
Your ego is trying to convince you that you won't be okay if you do the thing. The ego is trying to convince you that you won't be okay if you start the business, take the new job, go on the trip, you know, say yes to the promotion, move and move out on your own, get your own car. Like your ego is going to try to convince you that at a future time, you won't be okay. And so all that does is constrict you in the now moment. And so you want to remind yourself that you're going to be okay. No matter what it's like, I'm going to be okay. No matter what happens. And if it helps, you can also journal out all the ways that you'll be okay. So let's say that you are deciding to take a new job or something like that. And you're scared of making the wrong decision, write out all the ways that you're going to be okay. So it's like, I'm going to have a support system. If I don't like it, I can leave, you know, my family loves me. So they'll be there for me. I can talk to my friends about it. You know, the, the boss that I'm going to be working under, they sound really great. They can mentor me. They can help me. Right. So I would really look at how you'll actually be okay because we imagine the things we're scared of happening. And when we don't actually look the fear head on and realize like, oh, I would be okay. Then we actually give the fear more energy and what we send our energy to and spend our energy focusing on is you guessed it. It's what we create. It's what we live. So I would decide that you're going to be okay and actually write it out. It's like, what would I do if I got fired? What would I do if I ran out of money? What would I do if I got rejected? What would I do if I didn't get the job? Like actually visit the scenario in your mind and you will be so surprised that you're going to be okay. And you can eliminate and take away some of the energy behind those fears so that you can proceed. Okay. So this could even be a journaling exercise. Now, the third thing that you want to do is you want to look at the situation through the lens of love. A lot of the time when we're in fear, when we're in doubt, when we're in comparison, when we're in imposter syndrome, when we're in I'm not good enough conversations, we are viewing things through the lens of fear. We're viewing it through a darkness. And so you can ask, how would I view this from the lens of love, right? How would I view this through God's eyes, through the universe's eyes, through my angel's eyes, whichever higher power, you know, is looking out for you and has your back. You want to ask, how would I view this from the lens of love? Like, what would that look like for me? So viewing something from the lens of love, it's going to just really remind you of your infinite power and it's going to open up so much for you. So pause and ask, how can I view this through the lens of love? Now, this is the final step. And this is really important because now that you've identified, okay, this is my ego. Okay. Ego. Nice try. Like I'm going to be safe. I'll survive. Okay. We don't need to worry about that. I'm not going to die. I'm not going to be homeless. Like I'm going to be good ego. Okay, I'm ready to look at this through love. What would love have to say about this? What would God have to say about this? Now, this is where you get to ask to be shown a new truth. So what do I want to be true for me? So if it's not going to be true for me that I'm going to fail and that I'm going to disappoint people and that I'm going to upset people and that I'm going to do it wrong, then what do I choose to believe? What is the new truth I'm going to sink into now? And when you open yourself up to be shown a new truth, guess what? You're going to be shown a new truth. You're going to see signs. You're going to 
see winks from the universe. There are going to be confirmation points throughout the week. So it's really important that you ask universe, show me a new truth. God, show me that I'm supposed to be on this path. Angels, give me a sign. Show me a new truth that I can live by. And what we ask for is what we're going to receive in one way or another. Sometimes it's not going to come in the package we want. Sometimes it's not going to come in the timeline we want. Sometimes we're asking for 10% of something when the universe knows that we deserve hundred percent. And the universe is like, hold up. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sell out on her and give her this scrap, this 10% when I want to give her the beautiful hundred percent full cake. I made a post about this the other day and I used the analogy of a cake. So when you're asking for 10%, it's it energetically, you're like, Oh, I just want a little tiny slice. Like just can, can I please get like, just like a slice of cake. I just want to taste it like, please. And the universe is like, Mm, no, you deserve a friggin' cake. Like you deserve a rich, beautiful, big cake. And I'm going to bake that for you. And that's actually going to take a little more time. And I got to orchestrate some things. I got to get the ingredients together. I got to arrange some things. I got to get some other people on board, but you are going to get this cake. And so what I like to think is that when I haven't gotten what I've wanted, I like to think I'm like, oh, I, I actually deserve a lot better and better is coming and we get to be unattached to how it looks, how that better comes. But it's really powerful to just know that you are worthy of a hundred percent always. So reflection question, where in your life are you only asking for 10% when you're actually worthy of a hundred percent and if what you want isn't here yet, is it possible that you could believe that something even better is being worked out on your behalf? It's being orchestrated and that it's going to blow your mind and be a thousand times better than you ever could have predicted. That's the energy I want to live in. So I hope you love today's episode. As always, please send me a DM and let me know if the episode resonated with you. I love hearing about your ahas. I love hearing when something touched you. I love hearing when a message found you at the right time. So send me a message at the mindful babe on Instagram. I'd be so excited to hear about your experience with today's episode. And I cannot wait to see you next week. I love you. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I hope you loved today's episode and got some takeaways from the message shared today. If anyone in your life would benefit from hearing this episode, please be generous and share it with them on your story. Tag me on Instagram at the Mindful Babe. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a review on the iTunes store. Your reviews are what keeps this podcast going, and I appreciate you so very much. Have an incredible day, babe.